Welcome back to Understanding True Love. And I am so excited about this year. This year has been a good one. And I know that for sure because just starting off the, the, the days and then the hours into 2024, it makes a difference for each and everyone, I'm sure. And I'm so grateful that I get to usher you into the year by sharing a new episode concerning the pitfalls, the 10 pitfalls that young people need to avoid when it comes to understanding true love. And I'm so excited to still have Susan who will be sharing her hat towards helping young people understand that they have a choice to make and they also have a God who helps them understand and navigate through this as well. And today we'll be talking about pitfall number seven. So as you prepare yourself, get ready. So today we'll be talking about pitfall number seven that is trying out sex before marriage. And I know sometimes as young people, they, we, we uh, young people, you get to think and you ask yourself, okay, um, I, you know, I, I want to get married someday and I'm trying to think of having a happy home. But you see the road that leads to a happy and successful marriage has many pitfalls along the way. And those pitfalls, we're talking about them uh, today as well. So today we're talking about trying out sex before marriage. And I want to start it off this way. Trying out sex before marriage is often presented as a very reasonable cause of action. You see, a guy might, will say, you wouldn't buy a used car without driving it around fast. So why marry without trying out sex? And it's a common thing teenagers always make and think about. And many get, um, uh, marry, marrying someone cannot be compared to buying a used car. A woman is not to be thought of as a piece of merchandise, to be tried out, but life partner to be loved and cherished. She is precious and priceless in God's sight, and she should be the same in your sight. So you can't play with God's girls. Boys who are listening to this, you can't play with God's girls and it is very interesting i have never seen anyone go to a grocery shop or a supermarket or a mall to buy something that is of value to them or something they want to buy and then they reach and change their minds i've never seen anyone go to um, a shelf in the market and for example they're getting maybe a toothbrush and pick out the toothbrush and open it up and start to use it and then realize i don't like this and put it back like, no one else is going to buy that. Or oh, I've never seen anyone go to um, a vendor machine and get out of a soda or a fridge, get out of a soda and drink it and say, I won't pay for this because it doesn't taste nice. You cannot do that. You have to be committed. And the only commitment you have is, especially for this context, is in marriage as we talk about sex so um, i would like to welcome you susan as you share more about how teenagers can learn and grow through this thank you so much for having me back on the podcast for the third time Lawrence. Yo. you're welcome i'm so glad to be here and this is such a sacred topic talking about sex today yeah so there is a purpose for sex and sex was yeah designed by God for marriage. Now, I believe there are three main purposes 
or reasons why God created sex for marriage. And I want to go through those three purposes now. Okay. So number one, to bind and unify a husband and wife together. So sex merges a husband and wife together. And this merging happens on every level. It happens physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Sex creates a strong bond that holds a marriage together. True. Yeah, so, and number two, sex is part of the miracle of how God creates new human life to populate his earth. Now, I believe it is God's design for children to be raised in a family that is protected by the unity of a marriage. Did you know a child's sense of safety comes from the relationship of their father and mother? If a child's father and mother are united in a godly marriage, that child will have a shelter of protection over their lives because Mm. holy marriage covenants are powerful and children are a gift from the Lord to treasure. The foundation of any family is as strong as the relationship of the parents. Children who grow up in a stable and settled home have the best chance to thrive in life. And thirdly, why I believe God created sex for marriage is to bring great joy and satisfaction into a holy marriage. Yeah. Sex is for a husband and wife to enjoy each other together without shame. It is an act of love of giving and receiving each other with joy and gladness. So sex is for a husband and wife. If you are not yet a husband or a wife, then sex is not yet for you. Sex is a gift you open when you get married. Wow. Sex is a gift you open when you get married. Wow. Young people who are listening to this, that should actually be resonating in your mind right now that sex is a gift you open when you are married it's just like the time then when you have uh, christmas and you get to find your christmas gift under the christmas tree you have to wait for the day uh the boxing day for you to be able to unbox your gift mm-hmm. like isn't that amazing uh you you receive a, a birthday gift and then maybe probably your birthday is like two days from from now you will have to wait for that day then you're able to unbox your gift so it is a very important thing same also when it comes to sex sex is a gift you open when you get married thank you so much susan for saying it that way i'd like to say furthermore uh, a before marriage test of sex is not a valid sample of what sex will look like or be like within the marriage so sometimes we get uh, young people get bombarded with these ideas that you know what when you you get to have sex it's going to be uh, it's a good one what if you die without having sex like all of those thoughts come up but the god who designed that has a reason why he said it clearly it has to be between two people and it's supposed to be a husband and a wife not a boy and a girl but men and women who are joined together 
in a holy matrimony. Thank you so much, Susan, for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. Trying out sex outside of marriage ultimately brings destruction and devastation. Yeah. In the moment of sexual activity, you may not experience that destruction and devastation, but it will come at some point afterwards. There is no escaping the negative consequences of trying sex before marriage. Mm. Before I mention three main purposes of why I believe God created sex for marriage. Now, if we look at those three purposes of sex again, but this time we'll look at what happens when someone has sex before marriage. So the first purpose was to bind and unify a husband and wife together. Yeah. If, if you are bound to someone outside of marriage, it is not safe as there is no marriage covenant between the two of you. Remember, in sex, two individuals are merged together on every level. If you imagine two pieces of steel being welded together, this is like what happens in sex on a deep soul level. Then imagine if those two pieces of steel wanted to go separate ways after sex. They would need to be cut apart from each other with much force, which would hurt both of them deeply. Neither piece of steel would be the same as at the start before they were welded together. Both pieces would now be damaged. Anytime you engage in sex with someone, deep soul ties are formed with the person and ripping apart those deep soul ties causes destruction. Now, the second purpose of sex was it's part of the miracle of how God creates new human life to populate his earth. It is not safe for children to be raised in an, in an environment that is without unity between the parents. If a man and woman raise a child unmarried, their child can grow up less secure compared to a child whose parents are unified in marriage. Yeah. As well, parents can feel very unstable and unsettled raising children outside a marriage commitment as they don't have assurance their partner is there to support them. Now the third purpose of sex is to create joy and satisfaction in a holy marriage. However, having sex before marriage brings shame and it devalues people. When you have sex before marriage, there is a lack of respect and love for the other person. If you truly respect and love someone, you will honour them by doing what is right and waiting until marriage to have sex with them. Having sex before marriage in search of joy and satisfaction is selfish. It is an act of personal gratification and self-indulgence. Wow. 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 This is so amazing. And you know what? I think at this moment, we'll just take a break and then we'll get back and continue having this conversation. 
Well, welcome back from the break. And you know what? We're still continuing. But before we get there, I just wanted to say, you see, um, as as Susan just uh, ended it, especially with the third point, she's, she, she clearly said, you know what? Uh, the purpose of sex is to bring great joy and satisfaction into a holy marriage. Whatsoever the TVs and the social media and friends are trying to tell you about sex, there is a better place I could tell you to search more about sex, and that's the Bible. It clearly helps you understand that, you know what, it is better to do it the right way, not the wrong way. Because at the end of the day, it ends into something else that you'll be able to, I mean, you'll be having traumatic experience, uh, thinking about it and other things as well. But right now, I'd just like to ask uh, Susan to continue and just keep on telling us great things and great insights on how a teenager or a young adult could actually go about this. Okay, I have a short story about a girl who had a boyfriend. All right. Uh, now, this girl, she kept thinking her boyfriend would leave her if she didn't have sex with him. So, in the end, she gave in and had sex with him. But okay. afterwards, these were the consequences she found. Her boyfriend had less respect for her. He didn't value her as highly anymore because she hadn't okay. because she hadn't valued herself. Mm. And, the, and the girl also lost respect for herself. Engaging in sex outside of its intended purpose leads to harm, like in this story. So that is an example of what could happen. That was a nice example. I actually can relate with this because it's something that is happening currently in our generation right now. Mm. And it's so common everywhere. But thank you so much for sharing this. It really, really drives the point home. You're welcome. So... A fleeting moment, a very seemingly small decision can actually have a lifelong effect. And it's not just your life that is affected by the act of trying out sex before marriage. Your entire family for generations to come can be affected by this decision. So sex before marriage actually lessens the chances of you having a healthy lifelong relationship statistics show those who engage in sex before marriage are more likely to separate without getting married or to divorce after getting married why might this be it may be because respect is lost when two people decide to let their flesh rule them. Individuals who have sex before marriage generally don't honour themselves or each other highly. Premarital sex brings shame into relationships. In the moment, you may not stop to think about the negative effects that will come after. That is why it is important to decide ahead of time not to put yourself in situations where you could give in to fleshly desires and have premarital sex. Most times, 
the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. Wow. It's actually very true because I, I, I kind of try to relate this to, to real life. Do you, do you realize that um, um, sometimes the things that you don't want to do are the things you get to do? Mm, and yeah. then the things you, you want to do, sometimes you get not to do them. And because the flesh, when you get to feed the flesh, that's what happens. Um, there's some person who shared this idea and said, you know what? Um, there are two dogs. Would you rather feed the white dog or the black dog? And he said, if you feed the black dog, it's going to grow huge and eat the white dog. And when you feed the white dog, the white dog is going to grow huge and eat the black dog. So you want to, you need to starve one of the dogs. And he said, in our lives, we have certain places as well, whereby there are things, the desires of our flesh that kind of leads us to those wrong things. We shouldn't give attention to them. We shouldn't allow uh, it to drive us or to make sure we feed them feed the right one so that when the right one grows up can beat the wrong desires that you have that's such a good illustration thank you yeah so it is not just the people engaging in sex before marriage who suffer generations to come will suffer if you engage in sexual activity before marriage so i have another story morris sure please share Great. Okay, so my friend recently told me the story of her mother. So her mother had sex and got married, got pregnant before getting married. She ended up marrying the man during pregnancy. However, this lady, who is now in her 80s, recently told her daughter the very moment she had sex and got pregnant before marriage is the very moment she stopped loving the man. So the entire marriage, she did not love him. This, wow. Yeah. So this is a big consequence of not having sex, of having sex before marriage. And following on from that, the daughter of this mother grew up feeling unloved by her parents, since the parents did not share love between themselves. So everyone around us is affected by our decisions, especially our children who follow us. Therefore, we would be wise to consider this as we make decisions. Ask yourself, how does my decision affect others? Sex can be enjoyed and produces good fruit only after you have made a promise to love each other for life through the covenant commitment of marriage. Marriage is when a man and a woman are unified for life through the promise of a formal covenant that is proclaimed in the presence of God, a pastor and many witnesses. I'd say there is a lead up to sexual intercourse. In other words, there are many activities that could be defined as sex or sexual in nature. So when dating, rather than looking for the line you cannot cross before it is 
called having sex and getting as close as you can to the line, it is best to move towards holiness. Move in the opposite direction. Go towards honoring the person and protecting their purity. So thank you again for having me on the podcast for the third time today, Morris. It's been an honor to join you and talk about this sacred topic. And I've got a final word of encouragement about sex. So the best sex is holy sex, which comes after you have promised to love each other for life. This is when sex can be enjoyed and produces good fruit for life with the one person you have committed yourself to and who has committed to you for life. Someone you have taken the time to choose, someone who has godly character and who values you. Now, a word of hope. There is mercy and grace available if you've already had sex before marriage. You can receive God's mercy when you repent of this wrongdoing and choose to wait until marriage before having sex again. God can redeem your purity if you choose his way going forward. If you want your purity redeemed, but you are not willing to depart from sinful ways, which lead your soul into darkness, It doesn't work this way. You must leave the path of destruction and choose to live in God's light. God's grace provides a way for you to step onto his path of righteousness and to walk in his light. God will pour grace down upon you there and you can still have God's best plan for your life. It is not too late to choose to do the right thing. Thank you again for having me on the podcast today, Morris. Goodbye.